Hello, party people. It has been a hot minute since I have been on here. I took a little break during the summer and um, I am back and I'm fired up and ready to start up this podcast again. And I'm going to start doing things a little different. I am really excited to start interviewing people that I love, that I admire, that I believe in a lot of things that they're doing when it comes to fitness, health, when it comes to the mindset, when it comes to entrepreneurship, building businesses, um, people that are starting nonprofits that are all about Africa, which y'all know is like a huge thing on my heart. And I have been recording these podcasts with um, some of these people already, and I'm excited to to start posting these and um, having you guys hear from some of my friends and people that I didn't even know. Some people I just was like, you are someone that I admire, and I reached out to them, and they um, graciously said, yes, I would love to do an interview. And um, and some of them are just about, you know, like I said, just about different things that are, that I'm passionate about. And honestly, what I loved about it is I learned a lot from these great people and I'm excited for you all to learn from them too. So I just want to kind of give you a recap of what's going on in my life and, um, and then just kind of share some nuggets with you, um, that I can pass on. Like I always do on these podcasts. I always want to leave you with something that you can take and use and help in your life. But I want to share kind of like my summer. So we back, um, I don't know, a month and a half ago or so now, we went and saw a Garth Brooks concert. And I just want to share something with you. So have you ever in your life seen, or maybe even in your own personal life where you are literally doing exactly what you know God has put you on earth to do, and you're just on fire? Like you're just, or maybe you've seen someone on fire where you're just like, yeah, you are doing literally exactly what God has called you to do. Like, don't ever stop. And seeing Garth Brooks live, if you've never seen Garth Brooks in concert live, I highly recommend it. We took our boys to see Garth Brooks. And what was so cool is it was my boys' first time seeing a concert. We set the bar real high. (laughs) I don't think they're ever going to be able to see another concert and be like, that was better than Garth Brooks because... I'm a concert girl and this was this was insane. Like he literally you guys like seeing the man perform, I'm like he is doing exactly what he has been called to do. And I want to share something with you that really just inspires me about Garth Brooks. So my husband is not a concert person, okay? So I kind of thought like maybe to get him like wanting to go see a concert is getting to know Garth Brooks on a personal level. So we watched this documentary. It's on Amazon Prime. Highly recommend it. It's called The Road I'm On. And it's Garth Brooks sharing his journey to stardom. And and without, I mean, I'm kind of going to give it away. I'm sorry, but I have to to make a point here because it's part of my podcast. So if you're wanting to watch it and you're not wanting me to ruin it for you, push pause, turn off my podcast right now, go watch the show and then come back. Okay, I'm going to continue. So... He literally retires because of his kids. So he has these three girls. And what he shares in this, in this documentary is he says, I was at the peak of my career. I mean, I had literally hit the peak of my career. I was on fire. Like I was literally on fire and loving every single second. And then I realized that the three little girls that I have, like, I don't know them. And he's like, but I sure am going to find I'm going to find out who they are. And he, he quits. Like he literally quits at the peak of his career. And everyone, he said like a lot of people were like, you're crazy. 
And he's like, you know, I know that people won't understand, but like, those are my kids. And so I, I can't remember. They were little. They were like, I think the youngest was maybe like a year or two years old. And for 14 years, he raises his girls. That's it. He doesn't do, he doesn't go to Vegas and do a show or anything like that. Like he literally raises his kids and he raises these three girls. And it's so cool because in the documentary, you see that his daughters are, you know, his daughters get interviewed and the daughter, there's one daughter that says, I am who I am because my dad paused on his career and he spent time with us and he raised us. And I just, I mean, I was bawling. I was bawling when I was watching this because I don't know about you, but like for me in my life, there's been, especially during this season, you know, I've shared in my podcast in these last few podcasts here is I've really laid down, you know, my drive to build businesses. That's what I love to do. I've been doing that for the last 10 years and I love it. I love it. (laughs) But I knew, and I just felt it in my heart. Like God's like, you're, you have this short window of time right now with your kids that are 10 and eight and it's going to be gone. So if you want to go and build businesses, that's fine. That's totally great. You know, I I know that everyone has their own thing, but for me personally, it was, I just really felt in my heart, like God's like, I just need you to lay it down for a bit. I just need you to lay it down, but I promise you it's coming. And when I was watching this documentary, I was telling my husband, we were watching it. And my husband's like, I know why you're crying because I know that's how you feel. I'm like, yeah, I totally, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I've laid it down, you know, so that I can be present. I can be here. I can, I can be a part of their lives, you know, and not be so engrossed in my own, you know, building businesses. And what was so cool is he, his wife, Trisha Yearwood, you know, the, the, the girls are out of the house, they're in college. And she's like, what about touring again? And the industry has completely changed. I mean, now we have Spotify, we're not using CDs, you know, no one's, you know, it's not records anymore. You know, it's, it's a completely different ball game now than it was 14 years ago when he was building his career. And so she was like, no, that's what you're passionate about. It's what you love to do. And he's like, but what if I never, what if people don't even remember me? Like, what if people are like, I, you know, I do a tour and no one shows up. You guys, his, (laughs) he comes back and it was better than when he left because what he didn't know is people like me that was raised on Garth Brooks, I couldn't buy a, a concert ticket. I was 10 years old. But now that I'm in my 30s, like I could go buy a ticket. And I was listening to Garth Brooks when I was a little girl. So what he didn't realize is that these kids that were raised by these parents that were listening to the music are now old enough to want to go and get a, a concert ticket. So he was selling out all over again 14 years later and singing his songs from 20 years ago. You know, it was just, it was amazing. And it was just, he was like, I couldn't believe it. And he'd get super, he got super emotional in the documentary. Is like, I couldn't believe it. You know, people are still coming and they're singing these songs. So my husband was like, okay, we got it. We got to see this guy. You know, I'm like, yes. Okay. So we go and see him in concert. And what was so cool. So before we go, um, we wrote a sign for my kids that said, this is my first concert. And we kind of sat, you know, near the stage where the spotlight kind of got on us. And um, my youngest, Gavin, was on the screen. It was so cool. <laughs> it was awesome. It's like totally made his night. He was like, oh my gosh. And everyone around us was like fist pumping us. Like, that's awesome. You got on the screen. And it was so, it was so cool. But what was, why I share all this is, you know, just 
thinking about the things in our life and sometimes we do, we have to lay down those things and we're, we're scared. Like what if I'll never get it back? Or what if, what if I'll never be able to have what I had or be even better than I have? Right. And he is, he's like, gosh, you guys like in his fifties and he's rocking the stage. Like he's 20. It was amazing. And he was living his best life. Like I literally told my husband, I'm like, that man is living his best life. Like he literally is living his best life. Like he was incredible. And, um, I wanted to share that because I was thinking before I started to, before I got on here to do the podcast, was thinking about the things I wanted to recap for our summer. And something that really inspired me um, about, about Garth Brooks and, and really, I don't know, it was like a nugget for me to take of just like, okay, is all the things that he, that he was leaving out on the stage the very end of the night, he was very emotional. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. You know, I wonder if he does that every time. And what was so cool about him is it was the first concert that I've ever been to that you walk away and you're not like, oh, wow, Garth Brooks. Oh, wow. It was more of like, wow, Garth Brooks made me feel like special. And I just thought, that's a gift. Like, that is a gift to be a rock star. And yet, at the end of the night of your performance, people are walking away feeling special. I want to share something that he did. And I want you to relate this into your own life because that's what I've done. I'm going to share with you what I've done. So he closes out the night. He's been singing for two hours, three hours, something like that. Like, all his songs. And then he gets off the stage and he comes back on the stage with just his guitar. And he goes around the entire stage and he looks for signs that have song requests on them. And he says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the song that you request from your poster. And then I'm going to do a song and it's going to be freestyle. I'm going to freestyle people that are my, you know, people that I, I am, I'm inspired by or whatever, but I'm going to do a song for you and I'm going to do a song that, that I want to do. And he did this for over an hour, freestyle, just making sure he got all the song requests and singing their favorite songs. And some of them I've never heard of, but you could tell because they would put the people on the screen, on the big screen, like they, this song moved them. Like whatever that song was to them, it was super special and he made their night by singing it and I watched him do, I mean, he walked around the entire stage, like literally the entire stage singing all these requested songs. And my husband and I were just blown away. We were like, this is, he's been singing now for almost four hours. I'm not even kidding you guys. Hasn't taken a break, like sweating, drenching sweat. And it was, it was just, it was incredible. At the end we were walking and I told him, and oh, so the very, 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 very end, he was like, I don't want to leave. Like, I don't want to leave. You know, I just love you guys. And just so, he's like, I'm just so touched by you. And thank you. So, you know, just very, just so heartwarming. Thank you to us, right? His, his crowd. Then he did a full love for his band. I mean, just shared a little piece about them that he loved about them and, and introduced his entire band. He's like, I'm not me without them. And you just, you left, like I said, you left just, wow, like he made everyone's night. He made everyone feel special. And 
I thought about, you know, my life and I thought about, you know, I've, I've built a lot of businesses and I've, I've coached, you know, over 10,000 women and I, I've looked at my life and I'm like, that's, that's what sets people apart is when you don't look at the 10,000 women that you've coached, but you look at them individually as people and how can you be a blessing to them? How can you touch them? How can, how can their life, how can you be a blessing to their life in whatever way? And, and something that I've been now implementing with my boys is, you know, when you go to school, don't just look at everybody, but try to find that just one, that one or two people that you can touch, that you can be a blessing to, that you can, you know, just shine your brightness to and, and love on. And I told him, I said, then that's like what Garth Brooks did. And they're like, you mean with the songs that he did for every person that was requesting a song? I'm like, Exactly. What he did is he took his, I'm an artist and I'm this rock star. And then he like made it special by saying, I see you. I see the song. I don't know how, but this song means a lot to you. And if it means a lot to you, that means a lot to me. And I'm going to sing it for you. And that's how we need to be is we take where we see the world and then we bring it down to where we see people because each individual person matters. And I just, I really just want to leave that with, with you my next thing I want to share in our recap is, so then a few weeks later, we went to Montana. And if you have never been to Montana, I highly recommend it. And where we went was stunning. We went to Glacier Park. It was like turquoise blue water. I mean, it was just absolutely beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I was looking at, you know, we were sitting out by the lake <clears throat> and we saw, I mean, we saw all kinds of cool animals and just, I mean, it was just like God's postcard. It was just so beautiful, like his painting. It was just so stunning. And we were sitting out by the lake and it was this glacier blue, like turquoise, like literally turquoise blue. If you've seen my Instagram, I posted about it. If you haven't, go look at my Instagram and look at a few posts back and see. It was just literally turquoise blue. But I was looking at the ocean or the, I'm sorry, the lake. And because it was so, it was so still, it was super, super still waters. And it still had these snow-capped mountains on it. And because it was so still and it was so turquoise blue, the mountains, like the entire, you know, backdrop of the mountains, the trees and everything was reflected on the lake as if it was literally painted on the lake. I mean, it was like you were looking at the actual mirror of the mountains on the lake of the reflection of the on the lake because of how clear the water was and how still it was and it brought me back to that scripture in proverbs that a man's a man's heart mirrors right it mirrors and I, and I'm going to go into my little theory on that it mirrors everything you do like your heart when you take your heart and you open it up and like, okay, God, I want this. This is going to mirror everything I'm, I'm about, everything I do, who I am, my values, everything about me. This is my heart. And it's going to mirror what people see. And do I like what people see? And I was looking at these mountains on this lake of how pristine, like it was just so like crazy crystal clear of these mountains on the lake. And I was thinking about my life. And I was thinking about the things that I want to be mirrored and the things that I wish, you know, I could have it be kind of like, oh, you can't really see it in the water. It's, it's, it, I think I see a little bit of what's going on, but not really. And 
as I was sitting there, I was just praying. I was like, God, take the things that I don't want mirrored, take those out because I want to have a painting like this. I want my life to be a painting like this where when people look, and this is what I want you to leave with you here, that when people look at the mountains above and then they look at the lake that's reflected of the mountains on top, it's the same. Let me be the same. That my heart, I'm not hiding anything. There's nothing hidden. There is, there is no evil thought. There's no negativity. There's no, there's none of, there's no resentment. There's no bitterness. There's no roots, God, in me that I don't want to be flourishing. That there's all these good seeds planted and that my heart, my life is a beautiful mirror reflection that what people see on display is exactly what is reflected onto the water. And I was just thinking like have that, isn't that just a beautiful picture of our life where, you know, let me be a mirror. Let my heart be a mirror It's because it is. So is it good? Like is what I'm reflecting back on that mirror? Is it good? And if it's not, let me deal with those things, right? And I've done podcasts, I'm on podcasts of how to deal with those things. The last thing I want to leave with you this is um, on my recap is we have now started school. It's officially school has started. We are in full swing of things. And um, I now have a fifth grader, which is our son's last year of elementary. Oh, I know. And then my third grader. And I want to share with you, I'm going to kind of do a full circle back to my Garth Brooks thing where I told you about me laying down my businesses. So my son, my oldest, Zaid, he's an incredible artist. Like he blows my mind on his artistic, on his artisticness because I don't know if that's a word. Is that a word? Artisticness? I don't know. I'm making it a word. (laughs) My husband is super duper not good at drawing and I'm like even worse. Like when I get picked for Pictionary for games, people are like, I don't literally do not even know what you just drew. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's a dinosaur. They're like, it looks like a bird. It's awful. Like I am such a terrible drawer, but it's so weird because I'm actually, I was a hairstylist, right? So I have that artisticness, which is not like drawing. So my son is super gifted and something that we've something that I have really shared with my boys and you guys have heard me share this in my podcast is my boys have this beautiful, this beautiful, I guess, you know, these parents that have done different things with their life and both have been successful and just have taken different routes. And I've shared like my husband went to Harvard business school, did the college route, did the business thing and got a degree and he's uber successful. And then they have the mom, me, who didn't go to college at all, went fresh out, of beauty, fresh out of high school into beauty school, became a hairstylist, then became an entrepreneur and has built three businesses and all have been successful. And I became a millionaire before I was 30 years old with my own personal income. So my boys have seen it all. They know what's possible for each route, whether they want to take the college route or they want to take the entrepreneur route. And so something that we've just kind of shared that with them. Like, hey, don't limit yourself. Like you can be whatever you want to be and don't limit to, oh, I have to do the college route or I have to do this. Just do the thing that God's calling you to do and be successful. So something that my, my son did literally in the second day of school. Okay. And I'm like such a proud mama because I was just like, that is my son. Okay. So my son goes to school the second day and he creates this business 
Okay. So he creates his business. He tells all of his friends, I draw dragons and I'm, I'm pretty awesome at it. So he, he shows five dragons of his, like shows five dragons to his friends. He was like, if any of you want a drawing, I will make one for you. And if you want it in pencil, it'll be a dollar. If you want it to me to color it, it'll be $2. He's like, and then if you want lessons, if you want five lessons plus a drawing, that'll be $5. So he takes out this journal that he bought, that he brought. And he's like, who wants in? So he's got two or three friends that are like, yeah, I want, I want one of your drawings today. They're like, they're killer. They're amazing. And a lot of his friends are reading this book called The Wings of Fire, which my son is super into. So they're all like into dragons. So they're like, yeah, I want a dragon. I want a dragon. So then a couple other kids came up to him and they're like, well, I draw, I draw cars. And my son was like, well, you can come in business with me. So you can be the person that draws the cars and I can be the person that draws dragons. So if people want my drawing, it'll be a dollar. If people want your drawing, you can make your own profit of whatever you want. But if they want both of ours, we can give them a discount. He's like, perfect. So they went in on this business. Well, then two other boys told my son, well, hey, I one of them I think said, um, I draw cartoon characters. And another one said that he draws, I, I can't remember what it was. Let's just say it was nature. And so my son's like, all right, you guys come into this business. And then, so my son created the name. I, I can't remember what the name is. It's like something, something, Art on Fire, I think it's called. I think it's called Art on Fire. Art on Fire. He created the, the company. Art and, uh, that's what it is. Art on Fire Co. That's what he says. He has the price list. And then he has a referral fee. So like if his brother goes into the third grade and tells his friends like, hey, you want my brother to draw you, you know, uh, a, a, a dragon, it's going to be, it's going to be a dollar 50. And that way 50 cents goes to his brother as a referral and, and Zade pockets the dollar. So he creates his business on the second day of school. Okay. So he comes home and he's like, Hey mom, he pulls out his journal. He's like, so this is the company name. I've got these four buddies that are doing their, their drawings. Um, and then we all get a profit of it. And then if they all, and then he like tells me this whole business plan. If they want art lessons, then I charge this. If they want two, two drawings, I give them this discount. If they want this with the sketch or this with the color. And he has it all like listed out and he tells them when they're going to get the drawing. He's like, you need to have, you know, it's going to take a week, you know, cause he now has like, now he's, um, has like 10 people that he's going to be drawing for. It's like a week and a half into school. He's got like 10 drawings. And he tells them like my homework comes first, you know, so I got to make sure that I make sure you do my homework done and all that. So it's probably gonna, you're probably not going to get it for another two weeks. And then if you guys give me a referral, this is my, dis, you know, this is the referral fee that you get the whole nine yards. Okay. So he comes over and he's like, he, he takes out five bucks and he tells people that, you know, if they have to put down 50 cents, <laughs> they have to put down 50 cents. Because he's not just going to do it and then, it's, you know, he doesn't get money. So he's like, you got to give me 50 cents to know that, like, to reserve, like, that I'm going to be drawing it for you. He thought of all of this, you guys. He's 10 years old. He thinks of all this. So we're sitting at the counter and I'm just, like, dying laughing. I'm just like, this is, this is epically amazing. And I said, that is, that is straight up boss. Like, straight up boss. I said, I'm, like, so proud. And he looked at me and he, I'm going to start crying. He looks at me and he's like, I got it all from you. I'm like, what? He's like, mom, I got it all from you. 
I listened. I remember listening on all those calls, watching you build all those businesses and how you would talk to people and how you would help people and using your gift, mom. And like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I just like, and I just, I was thinking back to that Garth Brooks, like he laid it down for 14 years, but what he put in, he doesn't even know yet. Like he hasn't even seen his greatest days of all that he has put into those girls of what they saw, what they witnessed and what his dad is. And I just want to share that with you. Just want to give that as an encouragement for you that you may be a mama out there that maybe you have laid it down, but they saw, they hear, and they know. They saw, they hear, and they know. And you may not be working it now or building the business that you want now or building out those dreams and chasing after those things that you want now because maybe you're like me and God's like, lay it down, lay it down for a season. But what is so amazing is it, it was deposited in my kids and they watched me, unbeknownst to me, they watched me and they heard me and I get to see them like and 10 years old, create a little fun business for himself using his gift. So I just want to encourage you. I just feel like I'm literally, I can like see five women that I'm talking to right now. I can like literally see your faces and I can hear your, I can almost like see you crying. And I see one of you literally, you're driving right now in your car and you're thinking about pulling over because you're crying so much. Pull over, pull over and put your hand on your heart. And said, they see, they know, they see and they know. They see and they know. And they've heard it. They've heard you. And you're you're not what you have done. What you have done has not been in vain. They have heard it, they've seen it, and they know. And I I just want to give that encouragement to you. And I just feel like I'm, like I said, I'm talking to that mama right now that I need to pull over. She's crying. I've been there multiple times. And I had these waves of emotions too, where I'm like on fire and I'm okay. And I'm like, yeah. And then a piece of me will be like, I want to build a business. <laughs> like I want to chase my dreams. And then God's like, I got you. Not yet. I got you. Not yet. It's coming. It's coming. Not yet. And so I just, I want to encourage you today. And I just hope that these little stories that I've shared about our past summer have given you something, just some kind of nugget to, to take for you. But be encouraged that your kids are watching and they know, they hear it, they see it, and they know. So I hope you all have a blessed day. And I will be back with one of my friends on our next podcast.